0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Make Today Matters. My name is Michael. So I'm going to be completely honest with you guys in today's podcast. It's about time that I admit, like, I'm finally getting to the point where I am so over this COVID thing. I didn't mind quarantining before. I still don't mind quarantining just because of the fact that I tend to be an introverted person. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, I would love for COVID not to be a thing. I'd love to be able to go outside without a mask. I would love to be able to like hang out with friends whenever I want, go into restaurants or bars whenever I want. But the world looks completely different than it did a year ago. That's, that's another thing. The fact that we're 10 months into this and there is still like we're not out of the woods. In fact, it's probably like worse now than it is ever before. That thought alone is depressing, like incredibly depressing. How can we not get a grasp on this? This is, we've been at this for 10 months. We know how to stop the spread of coronavirus, but we do not take action towards stopping it. Now, over the last few weeks or so, I just keep thinking to myself like, man, I could really use a good night out, could hang out with some friends, be like, yeah, let's let's go do something fun and not have to interrogate them like the police asking them, hey, did you wear a mask yesterday? Have you had COVID in the past? Are you feeling OK? Did you social distance last week? Whatever that looks like. But it's like those are the new normals that we have to do. And it's just like, I don't know, mentally, I'm fine. But it's like starting to get to the point where it's more so just annoying for me. And I realize, like, out of this whole pandemic, I've had it good. I, like, everybody in my family has been able to keep their job. And by the grace of God, nobody has gotten sick. But, I mean, there are people out there who are getting sick. I mean, thousands are dying on a daily basis. This pandemic has taken over 400,000 lives just in America alone. I think that's the right number. Don't quote me on that, please. But... We still can't get a grasp over it. Some people have lost their jobs due to COVID. Some people have experienced both. You know, they've lost family members. They've lost friends, siblings, parents, children, and lost their jobs due to COVID. Like this is, I think that's the part that irritates me the most about going in public and seeing people without a mask. I get that you have your rights. But at the same time, it's like, be considerate of other people. You don't know how many germs you're spreading like that. Personally, I wear a mask because I don't want to be the person who gets my parents sick, my grandparents sick, or anybody in my family sick. I don't want to get other people sick. I would feel so guilty if I ever found out that because of my actions, somebody else got sick or lost a life. I would not be able to live with that. And I wish that more people would start to see like the bigger picture. Like, You do have your rights. It is your right to wear a mask or not to wear a mask. It is your right to get vaccinated or not to get vaccinated. But before you make a decision, think about other individuals. Think about the world outside just more than yourself. I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. Anyhow, I've been thinking a lot about this. And oddly enough... An article came through my inbox today, and this article is from the American College of Cardiology. So this is definitely not the source that I was expecting an article like this to come from, um, but it is coping with COVID or resources for clinician well-being. And when you think about that, it's like, OK, it's probably going to come from like some psychology site. I was expecting it to come from the American Psychology Association. I think that's the name of it. But I got to looking at this list of how to take care of yourself during COVID. And this list resonated with me more so than any other piece of information I have read on the internet or like tips for dealing with COVID. Because let's be real everybody needs help coping with it this is something we haven't experienced before it is something that has impacted our lives everybody's life uh, no matter if you've dealt with it personally or just know somebody who has or have worked remote i mean it's impacted everybody so what i want to do in today's podcast episode it's going to be a little bit different but i want to share with you guys these tips because these are the tips that like resonated with me. I will include the article in the show notes below. So if you want to go over and read the article, definitely feel free. But I want to give um, or share these tips and give my feedback on them. Because again, I think they are very valid points that if we prioritize, might be able to help ease the stress and anxiety that, you know, is resulting from COVID. So the first thing that the article recommends is to remember self-care. And this is something that, let me tell you guys a little story, story time here. This past summer, I was flying back from, or flying back from Utah to Minnesota. I live in Minnesota, but I'm spending time in Utah. That day, I went to the doctor's office right away because I had, like, this cyst in my mouth, and it had been there for three months. I hadn't gotten it taken care of, and that just, like, spiraled everything. Then three weeks later, I was in the hospital again because I was so stressed. Um, Just, I couldn't breathe. The doctor thought it was covid It wasn't COVID. It was just a really bad anxiety attack. And as I am reflecting on that, it was like, wow, I really didn't take care of myself. I didn't prioritize self-care. I was so focused on trying to accomplish all of my goals that I forgot to even like breathe. It felt like it felt like I was so like in this working mode where I never took the time to look up and just acknowledge like the world around me or I don't know, just to let my body rest. That's something that I have been trying to do a much better job of is just like, listen to your body. You know, your body is your temple. It knows what's best for you. If you need rest, if your mind needs rest, if your body needs rest, listen to it. Your body will guide you in the right direction. And so when it comes to like self-care, there are so many things to do, whether it's like exercising or, you know, just getting an extra hour of sleep or taking a nap or cleaning your house all of these different things like take care of yourself that is i would dare say that's probably like the most important thing the second thing that the article recommends is to stay connected as somebody who has gone through depression man i feel like this article is really just like calling out all of my flaws and weaknesses but it's to stay connected. And when you are, even for an introvert like me, there are still times where it's like you could really use somebody to talk to. My family is my best friends. I'm like, I don't know. Lo- I love my family. I don't know where I'd be without them. And so I'm, I always talk to them. But still, it's like, okay, I could go for, I could use a friend right now or somebody just to like go and hang out with. Um, I get that COVID protocols, social distance, wear a mask, whatever that is, but stay connected, whether that is through texting, calling, you know, Zoom meetings became popular. All of these different things like you can do just to get like that social interaction, especially if you're going full quarantine mode, not going anywhere. I, I bet like everybody at this point in the game has, yeah, this is like the 10th month of Jumanji or Jumanji level 10. That's a running joke in my family, but stay connected, you know, get that sense of community, whether it is digitally or just like going walking around a park and seeing other people. I don't know what it is, but like seeing other people actually helps you to feel a little bit happier and a little less stress like this. Okay. COVID is the new normal, unfortunately, but like going back to the old normal or thinking about like what a new, new normal might be. That's what you should strive for. Just do so in a manner that isn't going to be like contagious for anybody or isn't going to get anybody sick. Again, wear your mask, please. Uh, (laughs) The third thing is respect differences. And well, yeah, okay, I, I kind of just shot myself in the foot on that one. I do respect people who don't wear their masks. I don't understand it. But, again, I mean, everybody has a choice. It's just like, I don't know. I kind of feel like a hypocrite now for saying that. But at the same time, if you want this pandemic to end, which I'm pretty sure we all do, we know what needs to be done. As a society, we know how to stop the spread of COVID. It's just a matter of actually doing it. Until science comes along and everybody is able to, you know, get together again in a safe setting where nobody is going to get sick or fewer people get sick. Why not do your part in stopping the spread? You know, think of how many individuals out there have lost their lives because of others actions. I don't know. Like I just keep going back to that. That is probably my biggest fear. I'm fine with death. Like I've come to terms. I'm going to die someday. But knowing that I, my actions took somebody else's time on this earth, precious time on this earth, that's just something like, nope, I will not deal with that. So until that time, you know, really just going to do my part in stopping the spread. The next thing, so I think this is like number five, but that is to limit social media. Everybody knows social media is toxic, whether it's checking the news checking Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you only, here's what social media or media is good for, it's either good for telling you all of the shit that's going wrong in the world, or it's going to tell you how many people out there are living their best lives and they're just going to be showboating their entire life, trying to get likes, trying to get comments, trying to get all of that stuff, there's no happy ground. Because nobody wants to see what other people are going through on a day-to-day basis. Nobody wants to see like just the mediocre life or you know really any of like the bad stuff. The media does more so with the bad stuff. People on social media don't normally put up bad things because who would want to share what's going on in their life? That's negative. I don't think anybody would want to do that except for the media. But then, when it comes to social media, People are going to really just try to make themselves look good as I mean, you should should try to be the best that you can be, but trying to make their lives a little bit more entertaining than they actually are by just showcasing all of the positives. That's why it's important to limit social media because with social media, you're only getting a glimpse into like one aspect of somebody's life. You know, there are people can buy or rent Lamborghinis or exotic cars, put it up on social media and others will think that they just bought a new car. They have the best job, yada, yada, yada. You just fall into this comparison trap and it is mind crushing. Like it is going to just eat away at you. Don't don't fall into the comparison trap. Comparison truly is the thief of all joy. And I believe that was Albert Einstein that said that. Everybody knows that Albert Einstein is a genius. So trust him on those words. Don't fall into the comparison trap. You know, really use your better judgments. And I would honestly just say with how toxic the media is and how toxic social media is, probably a good bet just to like stay in your own lane. Otherwise, if you are going to go on them, know who to follow know like where to get your news from just don't get it from mainstream media because i think they do i don't know that's just my personal opinion i personally took a break from social media this past summer deleted all of the applications off my phone i have since re-downloaded them but they live on the back page or the last page on my iphone so i don't check them as frequently i think even something as that is a really good way to you know just just limit the amount that you're on social media because we mainly go to social media sites when we're bored or looking for something to do and it's that like boost of dopamine or that instantaneous gratification that you get you're able to open up your phone and don't even have to move your thumb and you're on a website or you're on a platform looking into all of the highs of everybody else's life but again you, you don't see the low so you're kind of getting an inaccurate picture of what life is supposed to look like or how others live life that's i mean everybody has bad days but you're not going to see that on social media so just limit how much you check it and again use your better judgment the next thing is to do self check-ins. So like monitor yourself over time if you have symptoms or you're not feeling good, you know, do self check-ins, ask yourself, how am I feeling today? How do I want to feel today? What can I do to get to where I want to feel? All of these different things are things that we can ask ourselves on a daily basis and they provide us with like a direction of what we want. And how we can obtain it. So for example, if you have a bad day, ask yourself, why was today a bad day? Or why is today a bad day? If you're in the midst of it, then ask yourself, what can I do to turn my day around? How can I better my day? Right? So you're acknowledging that you're feeling a certain way. You're checking in with your body and your mind to tell you what to do in order to be happy. And please, for the love of God, do more of what makes you happy. Like, life is so short, whether it is a job, whether it is the people you spend your time with. Spend, like, do more of your time doing things that make you happy. Spending time with people that make you happy. You really only get one life to live. This is, like, back when I first was diagnosed with depression, I'd gone through, like, six years where it was just miserable and that's that's a long time i look back at the now and i'm like wow that's six years of my life that i'm never gonna get back that's why i'm a big proponent of doing more of what makes you happy because it is short you're never going to get yesterday back you're never going to be able to relive today tomorrow's uncertain so i mean we can all hope and pray that we're alive tomorrow but nobody knows that is just a way of life so why not do more of what makes you happy with the time that you have on this earth. You're not going to be alive forever. And I think we all need to do a better job because the more we do the things that make us like happy in life, the happier we are. And then it's just like it's this trickle down effect. We are kinder to others. We love more and just less hatred. That is something that we should honestly strive for. It's like, just, I don't know. The final thing that this article portrayed is to practice compassion. So what does it mean to practice compassion? You know, really, it just means acknowledging and being there for others. When I hear the word compassion, it means like, if somebody makes a mistake, you don't need to be the one to call them out for that mistake. Just be there to support them. I, I guess really that's exactly what it is. It's like just supporting others. If there's something that you can do to support others, why not do it? If there's something that you can do that is going to positively impact the lives of others, why not do it? We oftentimes get so caught up in this game. And this is something like... I'm actually just... I just started my master's two weeks ago. Shockingly, I have no idea why I started a master's I guess I got bored during COVID but they were talking about critical thinking and when it comes to critical thinking like when I think of critical thinking it's more from an approach like okay what am I going to gain out of it and you hear that word you hear that word there that letter I guess I what am I going to gain out of it but the most effective critical thinkers out there don't just look at it from a personal gains perspective yeah, they want to gain something through the use of critical thinking practices, but they also want to benefit the lives of others. So, if a critical thinker or somebody who is you know trying to implement critical thinking into their life were to be like asking questions to an individual of why do you want this? How is this going to benefit you? Not only is that individual trying to get a better perspective of somebody else, but it's also getting that person to think about like their why and their purpose. And I came to the conclusion, like during this writing assessment that I was doing for class, it was like critical thinkers aren't just in it for themselves. They're truly in it to better the lives of everybody. Yeah. They want to get personal gain, but they also want to benefit others. They want to help others focus on that purpose and that why they want to help others to, really just improve themselves and to better understand themselves. And I think with compassion, it's, it's one of the same. Those who are compassion, compassionate, not only love themselves and care for themselves, but they also do the same for other people. That is so powerful. Once you can show compassion to everybody around you, once you walk around just with a kind heart and a kind soul it is going to attract so much more good in your life. I believe that full heartedly because in looking at where I was two years ago in a negative state of mind, hated talking to everybody. I would flip on a dime. Like I felt crazy. I felt like I was going insane. And it wasn't until I I practiced kindness, <laughs> like as. Nerdy as that might sound or as like, I don't know. I I truly believe in the law of attraction. So you are what you think or, you know, the thoughts that you think that's how you're going to act. And so I flooded my mind with as much kindness and positivity as I possibly could. And I, believe it or not, found a love for life. It helped me to deal with anxiety. It helped me to deal with depression. And it just gave me this sense of joy for my life. That was something that was missing for six previous years. And so in just seeing those differences, I'm like, yeah, okay. This might actually work. And, you know, it it might sound a little hippie, but if you don't believe me and want to see the benefits of kindness, do it. It's just going to attract people towards you. You know, we are the thoughts that we think. So if you promote kindness to other people, people are going to naturally be drawn towards you. Good things are going to happen to you. Like attracts like. So that would be my tip for you guys. If there's one thing to take away from this, it is to, well, I guess two things. One, recognize how you're feeling in this moment. You know, listen to your body, listen to your mind. Nurture yourself. Ask yourself, what can I do to take care of myself today? What is my body telling me to do? What is my mind telling me to do? How can I live a better life today than I had yesterday? And secondly, go out of your way to do something kind for somebody else. Whether it's holding a door open, buying somebody behind you a cup of coffee, or just saying thank you. Do something that could potentially make somebody else's day because you never know how, like what type of mood that person might be in and what they would do after. There are so many stories of individuals promoting kindness and then it's just a trickle-down effect and the individual they promoted kindness to goes and does something for somebody else and then they go and do something for somebody else. It can honestly be a never-ending train and that is what we try have to try to strive to do. So I hope you guys did enjoy today's video. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm tired. Again, take care of yourself. You know, this This isn't an easy battle that we're in, but we're all in this together. And just know that you're not alone. So hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Stay safe. Stay well. We'll talk to you in the next podcast episode. Goodbye.